Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. And we are coming to you today from the Casa La Crack House again here in beautiful Gridley, California. Uh, before we get too far, we've got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Superior Equipment Repair. Um, you can call them at 530-888-0795. And if you want to talk to me, you can hit extension 103. I probably won't answer, but leave me a message. I'll call you back. So we have a guest here today, a guy I've known a while, somewhat of a sleazeball, I think, but uh, all in all, I think he's changed his ways, he claims. He's uh, one of the deadliest bug assassins in all of Northern California, and a pretty good duck hunter, too, if you check out his uh, Instagram page. He's been at it a long time, and I've known him. How long have we known each other now? Um... It's been over 10. It's been over 10 years, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, we've met through mutual friends, and uh, we've ran into each other here and there over the years and chit-chatted, and he saw me on Instagram when I was in Mexico, and I haven't talked to him in years. I had the same number, and he reached out to me, and uh, we've just been chit-chatting back, and he's been listening, so we brought him on. So we have Dale Gribble here. Though. No, no. Go ahead and say your whole name David, if you want. David Marshall. David Not Marshall. Dale Gribble. <laughs> You're the only one, I think, that calls me that. <laughs> So if, David, if anybody don't know who uh, Dale Gribble is, they better catch up on their King of the Hill. But do you? Uh, so do you post a lot of like duck hunting stuff on Instagram, hunting stuff in general? Um, I try when yeah. I go out. Sometimes it's hard because f- I forget taking pictures or my phone dies. That yeah. happens more than uh, enough. Yeah, we do that a lot too. You know, you're insane. You need to live in the moment, and have fun. But it's always like, man, I wish I got a picture of that. That was such a cool day or cool bird. And but it's easier to do. Definitely easy to forget to do it. Yeah, that's that's one of the hardest things. Or you got a gun in your hand. And yeah, yeah. I had complaints in Mexico. Well, I want more action shots. People were messaging me, and I'm like, well, I'm trying to kill birds while I'm doing this, dude. So, <laughs> but uh, well, I uh, when we were at the range, I had the shot cam on. Yeah, that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, you see the little montage I put up. Yeah, that kind of cool. You used it with the clays too. That's the first time I did it. But you, yeah, it was cool. Was it showing you a lead or away or? Yeah, there's a couple times I was under it. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are pretty cool. I wanted to get one, but I just I keep going back and forth. They come out with a new one every year. You, you know, the first season I got it, I used it a decent amount of time, and then the second season, not so much. It just becomes kind of a chore to charge and put on hmm. and. My buddy says it's hard, too, because if you touch your gun, mm-hmm. it fills it. It'll turn on. So you have a lot of camera of just oh, well you can You can change the sensitivity level. Oh, okay. And when you put them on, um, so you set it up for the type of gun, so pump, semi-auto, or over-under. And uh, so I had my over-under 20 at the range last weekend, and that's the first time I used it with that over-under and glaze. But it seemed to work out good. I didn't have any, like, weird The footage was videos. great. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually pretty clear. When you see them, yeah, you, you don't think so. You look at this little thing, and yeah, yeah, they put it on there, and it's pretty. I like them. And yours is a shot cam, shot right? cam, yeah. Because yeah. GoPro makes one too, I guess. I think GoPro. There's another one that I can't think of, but you know, the GoPro one doesn't. I don't like their camera spacing though, because it it more fish eyes, I think. Oh, and opens it up, so it looks like you know how you watch videos on Instagram, and the ducks look like they're ADRs. Yeah, and yeah. You're like what? What are these guys shooting at those for? Yeah. But over the last uh, five years or so, John, I think you've uh, been a pretty bad influence on me. Now it's nothing but name brand. <laughs> so, no, I'm not getting GoPro. It's shot cam. It's like, what am I going to start 
drinking out of a you know off-brand cup or yeah, something yeah exactly yeah stanley cup oh my word hey, i'm reverting i'm going back the other way the bro dozer's gone and sold riding around in a single cab i'm going the other way you're probably gonna see me packing an old coleman ice chest around before long are, are you on the yeti bandwagon david nope you don't have any no i have a it's a big frig it's a place in south dakota they make like different ones you can get laser tops I went with them because I got it for, I had a deal through Drake where I got discounts through a bunch of other affiliates. So ah. I went with them. It's got bottle cap openers on the side. and That's one thing I don't know why Yeti don't. I, I guess I know why because they can sell you that $50 brick bottle opener. Right. Or the 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 ice scoop. I got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of just shop, shop deals when I'm buying certain things, but it's very hard to spend $500 on an ice chest that is going to do the same thing as the $100 one. Ah, uh, it ain't that hard, man. I'll drink a 12-pack and walk over to friggin'. I've done it plenty, man. Just, <laughs> just let uh, alcoholism inhibit, inhibit yeah. your ability to uh, plan for I the got future. A, I got a $500 one. That 105 was 550 bucks. Oh, they're expensive. They get up there. If you get but, like that, what do they got? The 750 Grizzlies now. Yeah, those things, yeah. Well, I'm going to use one of them for a coffin when I die, I think. I have, I have the hall. Which oh is, yeah, that one's a pretty pricey yeah, one. Yeah, but it's but it's awesome. The the wheels are very smooth oh, on that thing. I think I know which one though, with the wheels. Yeah, yeah. I don't use it as much as I should, but it, for like if I you know big game hunting, it'd be nice to have that big one. And you can fit like two and a half, twenty four packs on it. So it's always nice. Having keep that. me going for a weekend. The coffin. You can ice plunge in that. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some exciting stuff going on. We should talk about. Um, so. First and foremost, we still have our Instagram sticker giveaway going on. So you can find the post at filthy spoon underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, just like the post, comment, tag someone, and uh, and we'll pick some winners here come Tuesday. Yeah. So we got the new stickers going on. And then um, we, we should got talk hats to coming too, man, and shirts. Hats and shirts. And, and we're, and we're going to have an opportunity for listeners to come um, buy them, you know, small small price yeah we're, we're just basically trying to break even here because we're forking out a quite a bit of cash yep. to get rolling but as we gain on this we'll be able to get and yeah, some of our buddies we're going to give them away you're going to do tank tops for all the bros too no no tank tops you'll never see me in a tank top <laughs> some <laughs> european style swimsuits yeah 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 i did yeah we did get some uh thongs and some uh <laughs> yeah banana hammocks made Jeez. yeah <laughs> no just uh i got a couple dozen hats made and well, I'll see what the cost is all set up, but we're not. We're, we'll sell them for reasonable. Yeah, so um, we'll probably end up doing a giveaway for that one or two of them too. Oh yeah, you oh know. yeah. No, follow us on Instagram. Oh, and rate us on Spotify and iTunes. iTunes. That stuff's yeah. uh, important, man. It really matters. If, if you like listening to us, and I mean, if you think we suck, you can give us a one star too. Whatever you want, just tell us. But uh, we got quite a few for the short amount of time we've been doing it on Spotify, but. I don't think we have many on Apple yet, so please take the time and rate us. And uh, you can say a you know comment like, "Man, that Robert sure seems like a dick." John's a nice guy, you know. Whatever normal thing you want to say, you can go ahead and say that on there. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure, that's the kind <laughs> of feedback we'll that, get. Flip that around a little bit. <laughs> I think I recognize John from a 5 a.m. argument in the parking lot at the refuge five years ago. <laughs> I've never seen him do that. He no, usually I'm just pretty chill when it comes to this hunting. John looks like a guy that was in the parking lot drunk all night one time. That that's a possibility. Yes. 
Depends if the door's open or not. Yeah. <laughs> so come uh, Saturday, August 26th, Superior Booth is going to Superior's going to have a booth over at Duck Days in Calusa. Yeah, it's a combo, Superior yeah. and Filthy Spoon. So we'll be out there. We're hopefully we can bring a service truck, get the crane up, awesome. hang something cool on it, a flag or their banner for their Duck Days. I don't know. I haven't talked that'd about be, that'd it. That'd be cool. Yeah, it'll get attention. And then uh, and we'll have some some stickers, shirts, hats there. Yep, job applications for any of you young rural men that want to have a badass job working on equipment that are willing to work long hours for low pay. We'd love to have you in, man. I like that. That's a good, good recruitment slogan. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're young and dumb, you got to earn your way up. But we're looking for, we don't mind hiring young, inexperienced guys if they'll shut their no. mouth and willing to learn, stick in a shop with me for a while, and then you'll set you free out on the road, and you can go be a hero. I mean, I worked a lot of hours for low pay as a young man, and a lot of life lessons in that. Yep. Yeah. And when I say low, I mean, we're, we pay pretty damn competitive. I'm but, sure you do. But we, uh, I, I don't know, we're kind of doing a new push. We need help. We're busier yeah. than we've ever been. And we've had good luck with kind of raising our own up before. You know what you're getting, you know. So we're hoping we'll get some recruitment in there. Who knows? So. Well, I think uh, going to the trades is a smart smart thing to do these days. Yeah. Very smart thing to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's nice getting those guys uh, from the ground up where you get to see them and you coach them. Yep. Because I did that, did that with pest control, and usually they're better off. Than yep. getting them from a different place because they don't want to listen to you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of we've had. I mean, we got one or two of our cleanup guys. One of them's like full blown mechanic now. I mean, he's he was a cleanup guy seven years ago, and now he's in one of our newest best trucks, and he's one of the highest billers we got. And he literally didn't know nothing. That's awesome. You know, and we have this other guy, the cleanup guy. He's a little bit special. He's uh he's not a master mechanic by any means but he's changing oil with the best of them and i mean i thought that guy wasn't smart enough to spell his name you know and <laughs> he's out there killing he's making money at night you know that's yeah. the way to do it so yeah and we're willing we're good people we'll give about anybody a shot you know as long as we got a good feeling about you so hopefully it works out but well, well i'm excited duck days is always fun they got the calling um contest going on um, kittles always has decent sales a lot of vendors, CWA will be out there, I'm sure. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know how many. It wasn't that big last year, but I don't know. We'll see. It's been it a couple be years fun. since I went, I think. I should go this year. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a stop by. And we're going to be doing some on-the-spot recordings. I'm sure we will. Yeah. We're going to bring our stuff. We'll bring our stuff. Um, you know, speaking of CWA, I put in for some some dove hunts, and I'm going to put in for some lottery waterfowl here soon. But that's still that that's kicked open last weekend, I think, or maybe the I think the resi start uh, September first. Yeah, I think you could put in. Oh, so starting to feel like hunting season a little we'll bit. Get there, man. A couple weeks. You can buy your uh, duck stamps through CWA too. I saw that recently. Yeah. So yeah. good, good organization over there that we're always plugging. Heck yeah. And I finally, we're going to have to get the Gribble story here before yeah. long, but uh, before we let this weirdo talk, let me talk. <laughs> I finally got my boat out on the water, dude. Yeah. Finally. I've been blabbing about this since April. Well. Captain John. Yep. Me and little Hank and Laverne headed over to Slough House Social, and uh, I never launched there before, and uh, I was thinking, you know, kind of a shit show a lot of the time, you know. Nobody there. Awesome. Nobody launch no big deal nice ramp we head up river not seeing hardly anybody and uh i'm just kind of potting and then i crank it up and 
I see there was one tent over because I, you know, if you go up the feather, it looks like Haiti. Though their bums are along the river oh, there. You know where I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's not like that really on the sack. Well, there was one tent in the bushes, and I'm like, hey Hank, look, it's probably a bum over there. <laughs> and uh, the river, I don't know the river, dude. I'm not a river guy. I've told you that. I grew up in the hills, dude. So I'm going, and all of a sudden, we just grounded it, man, right into like. I don't know, five, four inches of water. Ooh. Had to get the dog out and Hank out and push us off. And it wasn't a sandbar. It was all rocks. Oh, uh, man. But uh, it was pretty funny. And then, oh, no, okay, we just got to stay over here. And then we uh, navigated. We didn't have any more trouble after that. But they had that fire there last year, remember, that was running by Calusa? Remember mm. that, that big, like, forest oh, fire? Yeah. I remember that one, yeah. That's going to be a disaster for snags. All those trees are dead now. Oh. All along the river. You know, it's just, they're just all dead now. They burn up real bad. And uh, they're all going to fall in the river. So, it wasn't bad, but with salmon being closed, there wasn't anybody out there. Oh, yeah. I, I literally saw one other, like, jet boat guy. And then I seen two people, and this would be fun. I like to do this. They were tubing. You know, somebody dropped them off up river somewhere, and they oh, were yeah. tubing down. Saw two groups of them. And then one fish and game boat. Not like a warden. They were like, I don't know what they were doing. They must have been like but researchers. Probably yeah. the biologists go up there. Yeah. They do like all the steelhead and salmon that, checks. That must have been what they were doing. Yeah, some monitoring. But uh, I mean, it. that's all I've seen. I'm thinking freaking almost 100 degree day. I think it was 100 yesterday. And yeah. there was nobody out there. I thought it was so strange, you know. But maybe people went down because we found a bunch of cool sandbars to hang out on and swim and i played fetch with laverne till she finally got wore out and we we had a good day awesome made it all the way all the way up to princeton almost it's pretty far now if i could get an uber from the boat ramp to farmers i'd be doing something yeah yeah you know it's too far to walk well yeah. maybe i can bring a bicycle i'm gonna have to figure this out bring an e-bike on the boat <laughs> Or one of those electric scooters. Is the boat going to be able to hold all the beer? Yeah. It, we might be uh, dragging bottom a little bit by the time I loaded it all up. But we still went there yesterday. They had a taco guy out there. So me and oh, very cool. went there and had tacos. How was the uh, water temp? It was a little chilly. Was it? It was a little chilly. Not horrible, but, um, I mean, you had to kind of suck it up to just bail in but mm. current was good you know we found a couple good spots that were good swimming but uh no it was great man shit if we weren't doing this and i wasn't you know the maid of the crack house today i'd probably have been back out there this morning man what was pricey to launch your boat though 15 bucks i was gonna ask how much it was to launch out of there a little bit pricey but is there like a pass you can get or they do have a season pass yeah and I don't know if I want to, you know, as I continue doing this, if I want to launch there. You can launch at Butte City. Um, is it season pass per boat launch, or does it I cover multiple? per boat launch, because a lot of them, you know, they're privately owned. Ah, know? okay, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that one over there is privately owned. I know the, so. uh, what is it, the Elkhorn one? Yeah. Down in Sac. That yeah. one's not, that one's uh, by the city. But then Verona's, I don't know if you heard, they shut that down. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard someone else took it. Now it's like 40 bucks to launch a boat. Wow. If you can, I, I think you have to know them or I don't know. Oh, oh But it's going to be kind of hard for all those salmon right there in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like the only spot I know besides nice landing or. Wow. I mean, if you bought that, why wouldn't you make money? I mean, even where he's at to drive down to, you know, to Verona's, 
you could go there and come up and yeah i mean it's not worth it now for 40 bucks no you no. might as well just put it in here and drive back down yeah exactly take your boat down yeah well they got schwabies too yeah schwabies you, is cool i'm surprised you you weren't going that way and listening to music and yeah yeah just me and the little boy so i being a little bit tame but yeah schwabies if i would have had to go further down to drop there that'd have been a long haul from calusa down but there's there, no right? honky tonk so yeah that's the problem have you launched out of gridley no because uh, it's behind a gate and everything you got to get a year pass uh, i need to just do it yeah but I, it's the problem is like they're a city so i can only go and they don't have an online option i gotta go in and do it but that would be nice but then you're on because the feather the feather is high enough to navigate this time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, last year you couldn't have. It was a mud puddle. But it's it, a, yeah, it's a lot different this year yeah. compared to last. Cause yeah, last year. Are you hard. a boat guy, David? No, I have a boat. It sits in my backyard in case it floods. Nice. That's about it. <laughs> it's your flood insurance. <laughs> I, I got it from my dad, and I, I got to re- redo the motor. It's a two-stroke. I want to put a four-stroke just because you can't go certain places and more reliability. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I used to go up with my buddies all the time up to Feather, up to Sack. We'd fish all, you know, striper during striper season. We'd catch tons, and then I kind of just got rid of that and just do my own thing now during summer. Get ready for hunting now, kind of, and change it up. But so, how did you start hunting? Because your dad hunts, and yeah, so my dad hunts. He hunts deer and uh, pheasants. I grew up at you know young age with my dad and his buddies shooting pheasants, uh, or with him like ten years old, and then about twenty. I want to say it was about twenty years old progressed to duck hunting with some buddies they're like hey let's go to delavan and uh shot a bull i think bull sprig was my first duck that's cool and uh ever since then i kind of just stuck to it and quit snowboarding and during the winter time even yeah and just kind of just went full duck hunting and now i think i'm going on like the 18th year of hunting pretty much refuges all in California. Yeah, I've seen you all over the damn place. You even go out. Of, you've done a little bit of duck hunting out of state too, right? Yeah, I'm supposed to go uh, back up to Idaho with my one buddy this year, and then my other buddy Montana. He get he's got private land, so we go up there. And when I'm up there, if I deer hunt or you know versa, you know d- ducks or geese, whatever. Well, that's cool. Now, before we get into the local stuff, how's the, what's you know how's the Idaho scene? Um, it's kind of rough. You got to know, I think you got to know some places and then talk to people. Is it public, private? I mean, John's probably got the best bet with his boat. I mean, I would run up and hit the snake. Snake river, yeah. That's what a lot of guys do with boats. Uh, Some will hit hit off the, you know, just the shore if you have a dog. But it's kind of like, it depends on what the water's like, what the, you know, temperatures. So were you hunting the snake river up there? No, I didn't hunt. uh, Last year, I didn't get to get up there because I went to make a trip to go hunt my buddy. Uh, He hunts out of uh, like Nampa, Boise Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. And I was going up there, but uh, eighty shut down for like five days. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna, I was, I was kind of banking it on there. And he said, "We'll come up." And I said, "It all depends on the freeway." And then that truck, I think, overturned. And then they had like five days. Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, I'm not coming up there because I wouldn't have came home." Yeah. And then yeah. my work would be calling me, you know, oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, where yeah. are you? Yeah. So, it's just not. It wasn't worth it for this 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 last season. But hopefully, I can get up there this season and shoot some. They did pretty good. And then the Montana, it's uh, what's the duck hunting up there? Well, I know it's you said private land, but we're we talking ponds, rivers. It's all different. You can hunt rivers. I mean, it's pretty much like basically kind of Idaho and Wyoming. They're all all three kind of the same, but it's it's just different type of hunting. Like I was kind of blown away when I went up there from refuge hunting to 
hunting out of different states. Yeah. You got to learn the laws. You got to learn like borders. You know, they got different things like region three or balance of state here and, mm -hmm. you know, different regions, things like that. That's the only thing. And then uh, if you go over too far, you got to remember you have the central flyway when you get to the middle of the U.S. Mm -hmm. So you can only shoot five mallards ah. rather than seven. Some people, you know, freak out on it, but I'm like, oh, what's two more if you got five? I'm pretty happy with five ducks when I shoot. I am too. I, I would have no problem if they no. lowered the limit. You know what I mean? It it would take some of the pressure off of some of these guides, and I don't know. I mean, seven birds when you go out every time is a lot to clean. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, especially I'm, I'm happy do, with five. You do like a back-to-back, a back -back, you know, two yeah. days, and then you're like, shit, I got 14 birds now. I got to clean, and I got to work tomorrow. Yep. It, you know, I agree. I want it hurt my... You know, I know people are probably pulling their hair out saying that, but I wouldn't bother me. The geese limit freak is what it trips me out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it was what six specs five years ago, I yeah. think. <laughs> We're at what is ten now? Ten specs and twenty snows. Yeah, twenty snows. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of meat, man. Yeah, and when, when you have a bunch of specs, that's a chore afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah. Good time. Yeah. And turning that many to get clean, it's just it's not it's so expensive, you know. That's why I like taking them to pluckers. That's what I'm saying, but it's so expensive. It is, yeah. That's where I'll go on ninety nine. Yeah, yep. that guy's cool. I yeah. did there last time because my uncle, he was he wanted a speck so bad. He lives up north, and they don't get them. And he was like, hey, give me a speck. I want it plucked, though. And he knows I hate plucking hate plucking ducks because he's got a plucker that we use up there. Oh, it's pretty cool. built, all custom, electric. You just stick the duck in. Five seconds later, it's clean. That's cool. But uh, I, I had to go pay that guy six bucks. Yep. Because yeah. I wasn't, I was like, I'm not pulling the guts out of these things. I don't blame you. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're doing one or two, it's fine, but you do ten of them at six bucks a pop, you know. Oh yeah, that that could be costly. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's when I might do it myself and yeah. make a plucker, but yeah. This this next season I want to try the uh, KC bar. Yeah. You ever been in there? The one in Goodly, they clean ducks oh, in I, there. I've heard about that place. Yeah. I think one of my buddies' uh dads went there. Yeah. It's an old guy in there. He's got like a I don't know where he gets these women to do all this manual labor, but he's got like three gals back there that are just plucking and gutting and bagging and i mean working away dude it's pretty cool but vacuum sealing for you no no they're all i got i, I got some teal actually in the freezer today it's all old school wax paper oh okay but so it obviously don't last as long i do have a vacuum sealer yeah so a couple of them if i wanted to save a long time i'll uh to bring them home and seal them up but they do a good job i'm happy with it and they'll do the spatchcock Oh, you know, they cut the backboard out. That's yeah. the way to go, man. That's, that's all I do. Yeah, I've yeah. been thinking about doing that lately. I've been doing a couple chickens. Oh yeah, and it's it's good. Yeah, that's the way to go, man. Um, and then I feel like I'm using so much more of the bird when I instead of breasting it when I do it that way, you know. For sure. Oh. Well, we interrupted. Or I interrupted you for a second there, David. But so you're saying that you uh, hunted out of state. You've you've done some out of state hunting. Yeah, deer and uh, ducks. The deer was fun. That was like five degrees, I think. <laughs> My buddies, uh, the morning of the hunt, we drove up, and uh, we're in Montana, five degrees, and he comes back, and he goes, my truck's been on for 30 minutes, and my heater's not working. Ooh. And I go, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I guess <laughs> we're going to die today, because so, we're going hunting. And so we would freeze every morning for four days <laughs> until we got back to the hotel, and then we got back to his house and pulled out. You know, I'm small enough, I crawled underneath there, and I pulled the whole freaking fan motor down, and there's a dead mouse <laughs> stuck inside, so the the fan motor wouldn't spin. spin. Uh, so it was just, it just, you know, decapitated itself <laughs> in there, and then we got it, we had it for the next, 
next couple hunts when we uh we went on a honker hunt that was pretty fun too oh, seeing yeah. a herd of elk next to us while we're hunting oh that is cool you know honkers coming in at like 30 40 yards dry field yep yeah sugar beets ah interesting it was really weird when you kick one of those in the morning it when it's frozen it hurts Oh, yeah. You know, the muck boots don't stop anything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I saw those, and they got little bites out of them from the honkers. It's kind of funny. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they'll be chewing on them and stuff, but they come in. It's insane watching them, especially with the, uh, my buddy shooting a 10-gauge and watching BBs bounce off at, yeah. like, 30 yards and not kill them. That's crazy. It's a little little different yeah. when you see that. You're like, well, I'm shooting a 12. <laughs> Is this going to do it? And do they got a lot of lessers up there, too? No, they're all pretty big, pretty, you know, graders. Okay. I think they might have some early in the season, but I, I'm not up there around that time. And I mean, I'll be heading back up in October for the opener this year here, uh, there. I usually go October 1st. Wow. Oh, so it's early. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. they start, I think, what is Canada? September 1st or mid-September. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, all those northern part places up there open up and kind of change. Well, that's exciting. So you'll be duck hunting here pretty soon. You're, you're yeah, only two months away. It's stressing me out right. already a little bit. I'm not ready, but, you know. Yeah, you got two months, but yeah. Well, hell, me too. I ain't ready for Dove. No. What? How well, are we not? I'm yeah, ready. we're ready. I guess I'm ready. Yeah, we scouted some places. We but got I'll a little more scouting two to months do. Too. I'll be up in Northeast. Yeah. That's the, the second or something this year. So, yeah. I think I'm it's excited. the sixth. Is it? I thought I looked, and I thought it would. You, I think you're probably right. We can look here. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to check. We'll have to look. Uh, yeah, McGrath said we're going to do the table up there, the filthy spoon this year. Shoot, man. Yeah. Should be a good time. Is that for ducks? Yeah. And that's one place I've never went is up there. It's a pretty cool area up there. I go to man. the coast side. Yeah, I want to hear a little bit about that, man. The hum yeah. humble, humble. Yeah. That was. Uh, I'm going. I'm going there next weekend. Are you? Yeah, not the not the hunt, mm -hmm. but yeah, let's let's so, hear about so it. So when we went up there, it was a uh, you know our buddy, me and John's buddy, and uh, a couple of my buddies I know up there. We went up there, and I want to say it was like ten years ago now, and we hunted actual Humboldt Refuge, but it's different than they do down here. Like every refuge, when I go out past two hours, is different than yeah. Upper Butte, Delavan. Oh, they're yeah. all different, but it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Really? And you have like a lot. You only have like a seven or I forget. I, they might have changed it since then, but it was like a 10 window per person. And they only let you out. And then when the next group goes is at one. Oh, really? So I was like, well, I don't know what the hell is going on here. I'm dressed like Sacramento, you know, mm -hmm. person. So everybody up there is looking at looking at us like these. Who are these guys? <laughs> and then we get out, luckily, and we shoot. Uh, I want to say we shot like 17 ducks, mixed bag, spoonies, widgeon, scop, and two illusions. That oh, was what cool. I went there for, and I got one. And That's cool. But they do go up there, and then you got the Brants. The next day, I think we hunted uh, literally like 50 yards from the ocean in brackish water. Yeah. And shot 20, 26 buffalo heads. <laughs> <laughs> and two Ooh, Michael Tran would be all yeah, into that. Oh, and, yeah. two, and two teal. But, I mean, we shot pretty much 50, uh, 50 shells, two boxes of, uh, for per limit. Really? Because they, they don't die. So... So this is on Humboldt Refuge? Uh, that was, uh, this was, um, I could probably show you where it's at. It's a wildlife area up there next to the ocean. Okay. And yeah, when uh, you're a guest on the show, you actually have to enter GPS coordinates <laughs> at the conclusion. I can do that. You might end up in the middle of the, you know, 25 miles out, but that'd be all right. But yeah, it's a, it's a wildlife area not far from uh, Humboldt. Okay. And uh, it's a little different hunting. Like, you know, the water's 
pretty much like knee deep except for out in the ways there's like these telephone poles and 10 feet around them is like a never-ending drop oh really? so I, I just stayed away from them but yeah. it was kind of weird out there so they, they mark them yeah they mark okay. the holes i don't know what they're for if they were like old peers or i have no idea That's but i just the, the the 14 year old kid that went with us was like hey don't go in there <laughs> and i was like okay you know i've I, I figured i'd learned enough with the uh, wearing waders and water i don't need to go down a black hole yeah <laughs> so but it, it was pretty cool like uh th- there's a lot of just lessers and uh all the illusions. There's Brant up there too. Oh yeah, uh, Brant. Did you guys shoot any Brant? No, they come through. Uh, I know there's different places where they come through. I know I was talking to my one buddy that uh, actually works at the. Uh, I think he still works at the Humboldt Refuge. He used to work down here at Howard, and then he moved up. And uh, he said pretty much the public land, the guides have taken that over, and it's like basically like the homeless, you know, in Roseville uh, Road. Yeah. You, you're not getting in unless you know them. I so see. he said it's kind of like a fight or flight thing. Like you got to get in there and deal with the the yelling or something. I guess uh, it might be like Grey Lodge a little bit. Is yeah. is it the Brant geese that have maybe like made it a popular destination for guides yeah. to be able? Yeah, I mean it's mostly guide. A lot of guides do it up there because the places to public land hunt. There's just a, a secluded group that does it, and they don't mm. like it. That's what it's I like kinda, a locals only. Thing. I think it's that. Yeah, it's like that. You know, like surf culture up yeah. there. You know, you gotta you gotta learn them. They're different than here. Yeah, um, yeah. They like the ill grass, so I know you can get them in the bay, but not many people just get brant decoys and yeah, go out there on them like that. You know, and it's it's what a seven hour drive, six hour drive for me to go try yeah. on a, on a one week hunt or two. Is it open two weeks? I think. And so many of them are are banded. That's why I want. I think yeah. it's three out of four. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a crazy. Amount. I just want to shoot one to get it mounted. Yeah, and then uh, I'll probably call it quits on that because. Yeah. I think you can only shoot two a day here. Yeah, it's it's a very low number. And I mean, they're, they're I kn- tough to get. I know they're around, and I never really put much consideration into wanting to hunt them until we talked to um, Brad Jones. Actually, yeah. that's what he was talking about hunting those, and I'm like, man, yeah. we got to do that sometime. I think it'd be cool. I yeah. heard it. I heard it's pretty cool when how they come in and they're low. Yeah, like they're not like the other geese, the snows, the specks yeah. that come in and they're watching. They just want to come in. You yeah. know, and definitely sounds cool. Yeah. So, uh, on the Humboldt Refuge, I don't, I don't know if I've even looked this place up ever, but no. I'm going to have to after this uh, recording just to check it out. But is that uh, is that brackish water too? Or um, I don't remember if that one was. I think it, I think it was. But it, the weird thing too is like no bigger than this table. There was this the cylinder blinds, concrete blinds. Oh yeah. Oh really? And yeah. you just sit in it and you just pop up. I felt like it, you know, it was like almost like a, a war platform. Like you're just sitting in this hole <laughs> waiting for these guys to run through and you're, you jump up and we'd see these ducks and it was weird cause it would ledge over and it would go to the ocean. So all of them are sitting out there loft, uh, you know, just lofting in the ocean and then the birds would start flying in oh. and then you just sit, get down and they'd come over. We had a couple cans that didn't want to work hard enough. So we didn't get to shoot those, which I really want. That's what I really wanted up there. Yeah. But uh, I think it's all like fresh water that drains out, and then they even have flooded fields there, or like dry fields. Yeah, you can get, and I think there's a guy that rents them too. Oh, really? You can rent them for illusions and That's and do all cool. that. But I mean, it's I think the greater, like the bigger honkers, you can only shoot one. I think up in that side, one a day. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, at like fifteen, eighteen pounds, <laughs> I think that just one's good enough for me. Yeah, that'd be enough for me. Well, it's like northeast zone, it's two, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've never had a good honker, so 
Not, I, I mean, sometimes. I, I've had grass-fed ones. They were, you know, this ranch in Grass Valley. We used to do a conservation hunt. We called it a hunt. Hide behind the turkey barn, and an old man farmer gets out there and jumps them and get them off his field, and they come over. I never tripled. I always thought I would, and I never did. But those are pretty good. I made shish kebabs out of them. Pound the hell out of it, man. I take it and pound it, pound it, and uh, then do a shish kebab. Last couple of years, I've been doing uh, my snows and specs. Well, I've done a couple honkers, but I do uh, pastrami now. Oh, that's cool. I started doing that and smoking it on the Traeger for, I think it's like five hours, and then didn't slice it, put it away for oh, lunch cool. meat, yeah. and then you get to make your own. It's just a different way, because I get tired of eating ducks barbecued. and. Yeah, there's only so many ways you can cook them. It's yeah. nice to get creative. That's why I like these duck sticks Robert does. I didn't do any of this last year, but... Because I, I ate a lot of duck this year, really, right as we killed them, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was such a good year for us that we, uh, yeah, and like I say, when we are in the parking lot, we'd divvy it. I love teal, so we'd do trade-outs. I'd take a lot of teal home. and Those are pretty good. I like to sear those where they're still bloody. Yeah. Kind of, you know, rare. Yeah, they all got to be that way. You overcook them, they're all pretty nasty at that point. But Glad to hear someone shot some ducks. I just shot maybe under 50, I think. Well, that's still not horrible. A lot of people probably don't shoot that many. But I had I had some issues I was dealing with. Oh, yeah. My dog, training him, you know, his real first season last year. And then uh, I took three three new people out. Uh-huh. And that's real fun. When you take someone that, uh, two of the guys have never duck hunted or hunted really. And when you say, here comes one on the left and they just show their face. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we dealt with a little bit of that I'm dealing, stuff I dealt year. with that, so I had to coach them and then get them a couple ducks, you know, so I was trying to help them and just teaching them, which is fun. I like taking out new people because it, it's fun to see the excitement that you don't get to get no more, you know, certain birds. Yeah, and, and, and there's certain, you know, there's certain people that you like. If they if they get hooked on it and they just don't know, but they're still, like, you know, in awe with it, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Somebody that you're, like, dragging out there with you, it's like, well, you can just stay home then, dude. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not some, those, those guys are not fun or they're bitching about because it's cold or, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, man, I didn't know it was going to be this cold. Well, I told you to bring a jacket, yeah, you know, yeah. so what's going on? So where'd you hunt mostly? You, you love Howard. You're there all the time. Yeah, right? Howard, I hunt there a lot. Um, actually, last year, I dipped over and went to Delavan a bunch. Oh, yeah. And, I like uh, Delavan. I got a resi. Anybody that knows me is probably going to be yelling, but I didn't tell anyone I got a resi last year. It was the only one of the whole season, and it was number five at Delavan. And it was the weekend that they were opening after a two-week closure. Oh, was it flooded out or something? Yeah, it was flooded out, yeah. so I already knew what it was going to be like. I told my brother, because he's never hunted. He, he actually went on three hunts on a blind with his buddy, and I said, hey, I'm going to take you to a refuge for your first time. And... I didn't know it was going to be like it was, but we shot 10, 10 gadwall, and then the four other birds, I think, were widgeon, and uh, a couple more. I can't remember what they were exactly, but he got a banded gadwall. Oh, nice. That's cool. And uh, we were done and in the truck at 11, and yep. uh, I was pissed because I think I've been around more banded birds getting my dog getting than I get, and <laughs> it's starting to get on me, you know. <laughs> Pintail, I've seen bull sprig come in and boom, get shot, and runs up oh what's that on your what's your dog playing with <laughs> oh man that's a band <laughs> you know and i haven't shot one in probably 10 years now yeah it's a we had a good year last year for bands yeah in our club for sure yeah. i am not our club because those three you guys got outside but uh yeah but in the rice we had a good year too yeah oh yeah i mean how many 
What? How many you know we got in the club last year? I can think of at least four. One of them was a banded speck out in setter. That's a rare. I yeah. forgot. I forgot about that's that. That's a one. good. That's a really good bird. Yeah. Who who got that? It was a guest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always, always yeah. someone that you know. You can put your time in and hunt specs. I, I know guys that hunt specs. They shoot over a hundred, and they don't shoot a band. And I'm like, I've never shot a band. And spec he shoots a hell out of a lot. You of know, spec. but that was that was what's weird too is even at Delavan, I'm the spec whisperer. We rolled up. My brother had his birds, and uh, I could show you after his band. You can't even see two of the numbers oh, on really? the band. And when we're in line, we're checking out. You know, with the check station, they're looking at the birds. Two more guys come up. Two gadball banded too. Really? And I go, what the hell, man? I should. I, I wish I would have planned it out better, and if I would have just waited, I could have shot all Drake Gadwall. Yeah, uh, we have that day, but, man, it's so few and far between you get them that if you start acting like that, you're going to end up with nothing. Yeah. We did that once. We could have got a whole uh, widgeon limit. Widgeon limit, yeah, we oh. should have. And just like we, you know, I've threatened to get a whole spoonie limit a couple times, but I can never do it because there's a, every time I always end up uh, shooting a bull break because – you that know, was my breaker. They'll just come right on top yeah, of you, and like, you, you can't, can't help. You, yeah, you can't pass up on. I have one day where uh, it was the first bird of the morning, bull sprig like ten yards. I just dusted it. Yeah. And then I started shooting Drake Spoonie, Drake Spoonie, Drake Spoonie, <laughs> and I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And my buddy shot all Drake. Uh, so we have I had the picture up. Um, I got six Drake Spoonies and a bull sprig. My buddy got six Drake Gadwall and a bull sprig. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. send that, us that picture. We'll put it on our when we post about this episode. That'd and be that was cool that picture. was YOLO too. Yeah. So that was a good. That was back in the day when I could run around in YOLO. Now it's too. It's too much. That, There's crazies out there. Barren wasteland of a refuge. It's <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, Mason talked me into going with him last year, man, and it, we didn't shoot shit. It was early season, and I all right, man, and we didn't shoot shit. Did you take the blinds? Yeah, we walked a long ass way in oh, brand right. new gravel. It was brand new oh, gravel. Oh, north, you went like to blind like fifteen or something, something like that. You know that uh, that pissed me off uh, with the gravel last year because I had my cart all tires aired up, and you've seen my cart like yeah. it's the big Kush four wheel yeah. drive. It goes anywhere. Put as many decoys as you want. Like you can carry like ten dozen. And uh, I was like, well, we'll just go light today, and I could barely push that thing through there. Had my oh. dog hooked up to it so he could drag it. And it, I was just cussing the whole way. I mean, I appreciate I mean, they put a lot of money in out there. But, I mean, the gravel, they didn't compact it at all. It was just, oh, you know, 10-wheeler no. load after 10-wheeler load of fresh friggin' road base. And I, it had to be it needs to. It need, they need to get something out there to stomp it down because yeah. that thing is – it's like walking in uh, marbles almost. Yeah, it's like, horrible, dude. <laughs> was Yellow uh, Refuge flooded out last year? I think uh, they – I think it was la – not last year. I think it got close and they shut it down, but – I don't know if you guys saw two years ago, but I think the the trailer got floated away two oh, years really? ago. Well, I don't know if you guys were down there, but the water was only like five feet from the Causeway Bridge. Two years ago? Two or three years ago when that uh, bunch of water came through. Oh, late, later. I, it might have been further. You mean when they, they thought the dam was going to break or I something? I think so, yeah. But that they, was a while ago. That was, yeah, that was probably 2018. I couldn't remember. You're getting I old, just, I, just, I just remember seeing it, and now they got a nice new one out there. Oh, it's good. all on a concrete thing. I didn't notice that when I was there. That it was a different trailer. I didn't know that it, the other one floated away. Is why they replaced yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think uh, it got over flooded because you know it would go out there. That's why that refuge it actually it's 13 minutes from my house, so it's super easy. I mean, you know, I can't blame you. Yeah, I I, I used to go there when I worked uh, in Sacramento a lot because I could go get a number after work on the way home. Yeah, yeah. stop by there. But uh, 
I, I just had too many miserable days. Wait, I've I mean, had, I'm I've sure had some. I mean, yeah. all of you guys know if I start doing good out there, if I try it. I mean, sometimes when I put my time in, like back in the day, 10 years ago, we used to kill limits every time we went out. And then it kind of changed, shifted, and you know, and I don't really care. If I shoot four birds, three birds, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I'm yeah. like, that's better than one. And you're, you're doing a little bit better, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm sometimes the it's way. the shooting. Yeah, sometimes it's on you. Sometimes it's just not the opportunities, you know, yeah. way it goes. That's, that's the hard thing I think about some of the refuges is I change up from a pit line to toolies to a raised platform. So everything's changing. It's not the same every time. And and then lately I've been taking a different gun every time I hunt. And That'll mess with a guy. That, that one that one just gets you. Yeah, when I'm in a slump, I go back to my friggin' 12 Pinelli just because I don't need anything for an excuse. Well, that hunt, hunting uh, different different areas and different um, circumstances, like environments, that's that'll mess you up big time. I mean, I know if you were like, for me, if I go either to a refuge that I don't hunt because I don't really hunt refuges very often, or like a guest at a friend's blind, like I'm screwed up the first couple shots. Oh, yeah. Or if they put you in the wrong seat, like I'm always used to because I shoot uh, my Maxis, that's the gas loader, so it shoots out really hard. So I always try to stay in the right away from everyone so i don't hit them in the face got hit buddies you know with shells coming out and yeah. so i always try to go over here and i remember one time we were at howard and i set up the thing and my buddy's dad hasn't hunted in two years i go hey put him in the right i'm gonna sit far i'll work with you know i'll just mess with the things and let him shoot the birds and my buddy goes oh he's gonna sit center well i shot that's when i got five ducks and three geese with that over and under that day yeah. that was a pretty good one i said well i guess he didn't want to sh- sit here <laughs> and that and that old man could not hit a bull, a bull sprig <laughs> we had five different come in at 15 yards and we're like shoot that one and he'd miss <laughs> all three and i was just like oh my god <laughs> you know and just i let him go because i was looking at their I, I looked up saw him and i'm like i should have shot <laughs> you know but th- that's the thing with duck hunting is you do sometimes you give yourself that limit and you're like oh i don't think they're close enough and then you realize oh shit they were yeah, oh, yeah. definitely robert and i are similar like that we got another buddy that he's complete opposite old mason he'll blast anything from a 60 mile radius you know he's a sky buster <laughs> at heart <laughs> but i mean a lot of them fall i just sometimes and i and i hunt by myself a lot on wednesdays i don't know why you think everybody want to hunt with me nice guy around but uh i end up by myself quite a bit and I, there's lots of times i find myself kicking myself oh, i should have shot should have shot well you figured out last year the the hack to wednesdays too at our club oh yeah the blind to shoot yep yeah it, you know on the way to work yep hardly screws up your day at all yeah i'm, I'm at work by nine because it's it's right out of marysville oh yeah and i work in lincoln i shoot over there i hunt a couple hours i'm in the office by nine it's a th- what a four minute walk from the truck to the yeah. blind yep i mean it's worked out great for me that i mean that and i had great thursday or wednesday yeah hunts. i know you know i mean there was multiple days with limits i know for sure and a couple i don't think it, i got skunked maybe a couple days we had once the bypass flooded yeah yeah, that bypass flooding screwed that area up. Yeah, because once that happened, I couldn't, uh, it was a little bit too much of a job to go to Sutter on a Wednesday. It went total opposite of what I thought it would do. When the bypass flooded, I thought it would screw up our stuff that's by the bypass, and it would make the, the D10 Marysville blinds, like, better. And it total opposite happened. I think it, it does change some things, like the geese. Like, uh, a, l- a lot of things I noticed, like, I drove the levee road up here. Cause you, well, you know where, I, where Linda is, yeah. but coming up right there before you hit Natomas, I took the levee road. I wanted to check it out. It's full, yeah, which is rare Yeah, because usually I'm frog gigging. When I was in high school, we used to frog gig out there, 
and the road you could drive on by J- June, July. I haven't seen the road for two months now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like actually shocked because, and, and I use that for my buffer of birds too, because I'll drive it on a Sunday, get some coffee, take my dog if I'm not going to hunt and like, let's go check out how many birds, what's down here. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen this year because they said the spoonie population kind of blew up. I know. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. (laughs) You know, I I like shooting them. A lot of guys at the refuge, like uh, Delavan, the old man, said, why the hell are you shooting spoonies? And I said, well, what else are you going to shoot? I'm, I'm, I'm weird. If they come 15 yards in, it's over. Like, I can't hold back. I'm sorry. Unless I have, like, a good number or I'm going for a species specific. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's like fat chicks, dude. You're not going to say no at the end of the night, dude. I mean, you, you can't. You You'll know? regret I it mean, in the morning, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, when you got to go clean them. I mean, but. you just can't. you got to, you know, I mean, especially here. We want to shoot shit yeah. if we didn't shoot spoonies, dude. No, and, like, uh, the cool thing in January, if it gets cold, like it did last year, last season, got real cold in January. Yeah. Those yeah. dry, cold days, they look so good. You know, and then you can't miss it. You're like, oh, man, look at that. Oh, they yeah. decoy really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spawn of the mallard call real well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they're fun. They're fun to shoot. The only time I don't like them is if it's like 40-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. Because they'll cup that wind, suck out of, out of range, and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, one just turn the, of a wing, yeah. The widgeon in the storms. Oh, the, that's yeah. the storm bird right there. Yes. Yeah, those are pretty fun. Teal. Teal are kind of crazy when it's windy because oh, if you can hit yeah. one. Yeah. You, you do really good, you know, but if you if you don't, you're like, where where am I missing? Dude, last year yeah. was the first year we've had in a while where the teal were were thick again. Yeah, it's like ah, uh, yeah, this is this is the way it used to be. Yep, I haven't seen it in five years, probably at the refuges. Yeah, Los Banos is kind of different. They said you know there's a lot of teal down there. Um, the one blind I hunted, which was out of all the refuges I've hunted in all my whole life, Los Banos had the nicest people. Really? Oh, man. They asked me, oh, wh- you know, where are you from? They showed me places to hunt, gave me a couple of tips. Really? You know, That's if good. I asked that at Little Dry, I would have oh, got shunned out. And yeah, ask it on Facebook. Go yeah, to like, but you they, know, were, they, they were cool, you know, and uh, I actually got a blind that they said is like one of the best blinds there. And it was, uh, was kind of weird. I got a picture on my Instagram, my dog in there. It's got a dog box with a ramp. It's got two pop-ups. It's fully above the water. The wow. only problem I had, it was up to my belly button. Oh, really? So it was real deep. Mm-hmm. But uh, the whole time I was out there, nothing got in range with specks and mallards were flying. And I was like, what? I thought this was a teal place. Yeah. So I was like more blown away by what was passing me than anything. And then I, uh, I did peek my head up at one part in the morning and almost got hit by a teal. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, because you're literally like, at the eight foot mark where you're standing that's pretty cool and it was man. a pretty it was a pretty cool well-built like all metal platform with stairs getting up you open the door it has a latch to lock it oh wow i mean it something where it was like a private it looked private to me yeah. and i'm like this is crazy like what is this this at a refuge and it, it's a big refuge you know we might have to make the pilgrimage down there yeah i mean i've never uh hunted it but maybe it's a bit of a, how how far is it Two hours from my house. Two hours. So three, three. So three. For us. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's worth it because you're going straight down. I think five, or you can go down ninety nine too. You can go in either one. Yeah. You know. Those Was it kind of in the between them? Um. So it's 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 right there. It says Los Banos. Then you got Salt Slough, Gadwall units below it. Um. And I think there's one other out towards like Merced, and uh. Yeah, there is one. Merced, uh, Mendota, that one can be really good for uh, specs, I've heard uh, throughout the years. But I don't, it's kind of hard. I don't go down there enough. So, and then hunting different refuges, you know, I kind of lose information from other ones I've hunted. 
So when you hunt out of town like that, were you just sleeping in the truck? Yeah, unfortunately, I did that this year, this yeah. last season. It was a little rough. It's a lot. It's changed since ten years ago when I used to do it all the time, and now I'm getting older, so it's harder to you know wake up and put your put your clothes back on in the morning. Sure. Or freezing. So it is a uh, Los Banos Wildlife Area is where it's at, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. They call so it that, but it's a refuge. It's really weird. So yeah, it's in between five and ninety-nine. Yeah. Closer to the ninety-nine side, it looks like. But you can go down either side. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I took uh, I took five, for some reason. I don't know why. I think I did, and then I just cruised down. What is this Grasslands Wildlife Management Area? Is that? I think that's another one. They have multiple down there, like a whole big. It's kind of like Upper Butte Basin, how they have all the different. Yeah, what close? So like, like they that. have them, but it's all state ran. I think there's a federal down there too, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I guess it's off at 165, it looks like. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We ought to check in to try lots of around. Lots of teal. I mean, there's guys that go out there and shoot the trifecta. That's pretty cool. Which, I mean, I've shot tons of cinnamons up this way. Yeah, yellow's the first place I shot a cinnamon. There's a, when did I do it, two years ago I shot him. My buddy in Montana was talking about he wants a cinnamon mounted, and me and my buddy went out. He went to Calusa, I think. I went to Howard, and... We had like five killed in an hour, and That's he's just cool. we're sending them pictures, and he's getting all pissed off, you know, like damn. I'm huh. like, you got to come down here. I think he's gonna actually make a trip this year and uh, come down for late January, and we're gonna hit uh, a couple places, Los Banos, and That's cool. Go for some trophy birds. I never shot a t- cinnamon in America, you know, Mexico. Really? Oh, I've shot them. Mexico. It's easy. That's uh, say, shut up. I think I've shot them at Howard, uh, Yolo. <laughs> Delavan and Calusa. That's I know they're around. I what I and I mean I haven't spent that much time. At a lot of people miss them because you see, uh, you know, that was like my blue wing. I got a Yolo that surprised me. It came in by itself and I shot it and dog went and got it and dude goes what 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 was that? Jason, that guy you met that yeah. ate all your damn tacos yeah, at the at the refuge. Bastard, freaking ate all my tacos. <laughs> Art shot a cinnamon on yeah. the veteran sign at D10. At D ten, and he shot a. He also shot a blue wing over at our Sutter place too. He did, yeah. They're getting up here more, I think, because I'm seeing. Yeah. I did have a that day. I hunted uh, Delavan with all the gadwall. The one thing that pissed me off was I had a Milky Way. I'm eating. And my brother goes, "What's this?" And I turn around, full color Eurasian at 20 yards. Oh yeah. Just skirts us, and I'm like, <laughs> dude. And my brother goes, what? And I go, well, you should have shot that. I, be- I would have been mad at you, though. And, you know, and then it landed about 60 yards out, and I just let it sit there until it flew away. And I was I was real bummed out about that one. We've had a couple of Eurasians taken at our place. Yeah, Art shot one of those, too. He shoots some, some pretty cool birds, actually. as minimalist yeah. as he does, because he don't hunt that much. Not very much. He sure makes it worth his while. I see that a lot of guys that don't go out much always get that. Like, they get that, that beginner's luck, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been hunting a while. Oh, he has been yeah, hunting. I'm but just he just doesn't go out very, very I'm often. saying those guys that yeah. don't go out a lot, like, they'll get that, that special. I don't know, the duck gods range. I think he shot a blue goose last year. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, that's good. Well, where you talk, what else he shoots? Oh, my God. No, I think he did. Yeah. 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 Wow, man. Yeah, because I think it was the year before he shot that blue wing. But yeah. Wow, shit, Art. you got to come hunt with me more often. Yeah, I've never shot a blue wing in my life. I'd like to. I shot one down um, in the grasslands. In uh, Mexico, you probably did. In the ocean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 plenty of Mexico. Different story. 
Yeah, that don't count. Those are, I like those. I, I missed, uh, at Howard too, I missed two uh, hooded mergansers I've been trying to go after for a long those time. Those are cool birds, right? The, the drakes? Oh, man, I shot that guy. He was like on top of the water running. And I shot right behind him and then right at him, and he still flew yeah, away. Ten years ago. That's better looking than oh, the one nice. I got. Yeah, that was Mine was eclipsed, so it wouldn't, uh, you couldn't really tell. But yeah, October 23rd, 2013. Feels like yesterday. So is uh, is Los Banos the farthest south you've hunted, or have you gone, like... Yeah, I think that's the farthest I've went in this state, and then I've gone up, you know, north Crescent City, like a Humboldt area, mm-hmm. and then stayed to those, and then I've been wanting to branch out to Nevada, too, but I just haven't had the time, and... Yeah, yeah that, they, they that have Stillwater, that... Uh, Stillwater Refuge out there. Well, good old... Uh, there's a guy that lives out there. Yeah, I've heard Belding. Of, yeah, oh yeah, I've heard of a guy that's somewhat famous in the area, but Belding lives there, or he used to. I don't know about now because he's up here with all this, the uh, you know Merlot and all them, and then he's big with the with his stuff where he's traveling. But I know he was living by like he lived five miles within Stillwater. Yeah. Well, there's that refuge right on the other side of like south lake tahoe like in the valley there like is it lahontan refuge or something like that oh i know yeah Yeah. is that where heenan lake is too yeah maybe it's right off nevada side yeah it's right off like 395 Hmm. um and then i know they like honkers in that valley well i know the refuge at stillwater you can just drive in there's no check station I don't think it's just kind of like free range, like a public. Oh, like it's Spenceville pretty, or something. Yeah, almost. it's like Spenceville, but it is a refuge. Like I think they're gonna get to that way of like checking in, but they're on a different level out there. You know, all the other states are kind of different than us. All all the refuges are drive in or walk yeah. in. Yeah, with the population here, we got to do it a little bit different. I mean, I don't know much of a fair way for them to do it than they could. Do you it. imagine if it was walk in? Oh my gosh, there would be more fights than. I mean, oh, yeah. there'd be trucks probably running through the oh, the yeah. fields while no, you're hunting. Be, yeah, if there was no check station, no. there would be chaos. Well, I think I think we have a fair system. I just wish we had more. I wish they would change like, some things up with the blinds yeah, and like yeah. and like uh, like Howard Yano. I I wish they would almost it it would suck for a couple of years, but go back to like you fill the blind, they don't refill it like little dry and yeah. make it more of like a, a staple. Because up here, I remember back you know twenty years ago talking to these old guys. When I first started, and they talk about the butte sink, yeah, and now it's you don't see it as as heavy as it was. I know even some of the freaking high dollar places the last couple of years ain't been shooting like years past. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely. I mean, things change, that's for sure. But well, I, we've talked about it on the show, but I also wish that they had consistency in like the lottery systems and and you know because the refuges do it a little different. Like Gray Lodge has that parking system they do, yeah. I just don't. I've hunted there twice, and I, after that, I just stopped. Yeah, I just, I don't know why. I mean, I, I, you know, everybody's read it. We talked about this before, that book about the guy that designed in, you know, Grey Lodge. Well, there's so many less people then, you know what I mean? Right. So the free roam, and, you know, and especially then, people didn't want to be told what to do. What do you mean I can't go past this? Well, now, with the amount of people... That place definitely needs to be put into a signed pond. Well, that's what I was telling him there. Yeah. I, I heard a guy talking to me at a party a couple months back, I think 4th of July, and he was saying that he heard they're going to do a signed ponds, and it's probably going to piss some of the people off that had their certain spots, but I think it'll open it up. and It'll make a better experience yeah. for about everybody, man. Nothing's worse than going out and packing out like 80 decoys, putting them out, and then shooting nothing. I think you're nuts to do that on a refuge anyway, but... Uh, yeah, what's what's your strategy? Do you, do you take a lot of decoys? It depends. Oh, I mean, last the last two years, I've hunted with my other buddy a couple of years, or a couple of times, 
in the end of the season and we put out like I don't know nine to twelve dozen geese decoys. Okay, that's Jeez. a lot. That's a lot to carry it's, out. It's it's not that bad. We fit it on one cart or two carts, push it out, get out there. I mean, we're we're hunting by by shoot time. We're we're ready, you know. And then duck decoys. I, it's kind of weird because I've I'm going back to my old system now this this season, and I'm going to make different bags for different refuges. Ah. So a lot of people don't do that. They just run out, you know. And I don't feel like I want to carry these mallard decoys if I'm going to Banos to go hunt teal in my bag i know i got the cart to push them but i don't oh, want to carry yeah. that extra weight you know i'd rather carry some more water or snacks stay out there longer and so I'll, i'm going to change my bags up to where i'm I'm going per you know what species or what we're doing and it helps a lot and then i'm going to more motion this year too which is is more expensive but i think motion's good if it's the right motion i really like the new um decoy it's been out for a couple years the one ramsey uses oh that flip back thing that thing it it just looks you real got one i'm gonna i'm gonna order when i have a pulsator and i've i've almost shot that last year just because it irritates me it doesn't <laughs> like to you know stay charged and then the battery actually or the the battery wire started cracking and so i think it was draining out while i was using it uh, but uh i like that it just it doesn't last more than eight hours yeah. or that fat it, it's a fast back that's what it is um from a uh, duck creek uh, decoys or something oh. that one that ramsey uses and that one i like because it's got three different settings so you could do a feed bob or a skimmer or you can do the one where it just makes it and i think one or two of those i mean it looks real it does it I don't work seen this thing. you've seen it right you've had to see it it's all over uh i'm looking now oh yeah yeah i saw this. it looks like someone built it in their garage and just yeah. like threw it together but the one with the head fits yeah. all the way around that would work in rice yeah, uh, it says, I talked to a guy and he set it down. It plugs up with rice straw. Uh, Even if you yeah. just put it at the swimmer where it just shakes. I mean, I didn't personally. Yeah, but then you it. might as well just get it. You might as well get one of them friggin' mojo little shake things, you know. Dude, my mojo pulse. You should look into a like one hunt. Yeah, I got a spare old trolley motor. You should look at trying to make one. I had a a blind like I don't know how old I was years ago. My dad's buddy used to take me out right there at Sankey. Yeah. And uh, oh, we'd, yeah. we'd go out that way, or he'd even hunt um, Sacramento Ave in the middle. Yeah. And uh, he had a, a trolling motor with three decoys, and it would just rip and yeah, just those, and like do a, a sequence. Machine. Yeah. Oh, that thing was so – he had a whole switchboard. When he would leave, he'd leave me and my buddy. We'd just sit there and just mess with them. These birds would come out of the sky. Mason had one, and I that thing was cool, man. And he won't pack – because he had to pack like a motorcycle battery. Uh, oh, yeah, it's – but, I mean, if you're blind, you can carry all that out in the early season. Oh, yeah, it ain't a big deal. Um, he won't ever bring it no more. And then that Vortex thing, I think, kind of had its time and day. Yeah, I used. I, I have one, and I used the Vortex. Uh, there's you a, have one? Yeah. You bought one? Of all. Years ago. I didn't tell you about this. I there's mean, a guy on the refuge that uses, I still have he it. carries one out. Dude, I took that thing out to Gray Lodge one time. And it attracted as many hunters as birds. This is, you know, b back when this thing was new. All of a sudden, everyone's setting up on my swing. I'm not kidding you. What I noticed about hunting under them it is it, it'll bring them in, but once they get close, they kind of creeps them out. So, yeah, when, they, when these things first came out, like everything else, it, it would suck a bird in from a mile away. It was insane. When they were new, and that's when I, I bought one, like the season that they, st at least when they started to become popular. I don't know when they actually were made, but this is you know, quite a while ago now. And uh, I was hunting a blind out out off Sankey, and our uh, our 
our leader in the club, El Jefe, was in a blind across from for me. And these birds are just sucking into my... And he sees this thing spinning. <laughs> and he calls me on the phone. He goes, I don't know what you have, but I'm going to buy one tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know how you carry those out, though, because I'm not doing it. Well, I was like 25, so I, I backpacked oh, yeah. a, a battery out and, and had I had it in this like sea, old sea bag of mine and, and would just... I mean, I'd ruck that thing out. You I know, do not miss miles. those days. I remember with the old cloth bag you know two oh, dozen yeah. decoys and then i got my cart at, uh the cwa dinner I actually won my cart i paid 20 bucks and bought i won a weatherby 12 gauge my cart and a spec call you are one lucky bastard and i was so days. excited i was like i didn't even care about the gun or the call i just the gar- the cart was like the golden ticket and it's got the gun racks on it so like i don't carry anything out no more i'm kind of like babied now do you still because you were you had something to do with that CWA dinner for a couple of years, didn't you? you uh, no, my out? buddy was the president uh, or ran the Real Linda Alberta one. Yeah. And so I would, you know, I'd hang out with him a lot and stuff, but uh, he became a prison guard. So he's, he was uh, pretty busy the uh, last couple of years. And so have they even had one? No, nah, they, they, they didn't put it out. What happened there is I think a lot of the guys used to buy tickets at the door and then they wanted to buy there and it just kind of unfolded. I think it was uh, like right around the beginning of covid i yeah, think too and so i i had a feeling it was going to go but i mean until then before that i mean shit we would always go mark stein would uh have free beer yeah no that, the open that, bar is the smartest thing they ever freaking did it, it was dangerous because they'd had it at the legion so it's like you could have free beer or you could have mixed drinks in the bar if you went to the bar oh, yeah, and paid I, for them yeah that's the way everyone i ever go to don't so, go to a ducks and lemonade dinner they you gotta pay for your beer there i freaking furious. I, I was blown away because i mean we were drinking beers i mean our whole table was nothing but beer oh yeah last year night. we had a we had a pyramid of beer cans the guy come over and freaking got all mad and said it's a family event and they just take them down i'll <laughs> say though the most dangerous thing at those things is the damn live auction after you've been drinking yeah oh that's it's, why they do it it's the I, smartest thing ever like i i won that cart and all that stuff and i still spent fifteen hundred dollars on oh, the live dude. auction because i yeah. i was like i'm winning like i already got this and then i kept i would spending. love to see the amount of divorces after friggin uh the percentage after some of the dinners because i've seen hey now there's some guys with money where it don't matter right there's some working class schmucks up there spending the friggin oh yeah they just got disneyland go. trip money on a friggin painting or something yeah you know? yeah they're drunk they go, oh this uh, thing. Uh, and then you, know? you get in like a you know like a friggin dick making contest with a dude next to well, you and, and then you i've know, done that a couple times they like, always what do you have mean, this guy's painting on my shit again and all right you know and then they always have the models that are that are walking around selling oh, yeah. tickets oh, and, yeah. and, and showing great, the things yeah. to that they're auctioning that, well that, i know that a guy thing. he paid six hundred dollars for a bottle of whiskey and he don't even drink oh man wait hold on well, the, the, it's a little bit of bait and switch but you know it's good for them so you are bidding on the bottle of whiskey for a chance to win the they gun. have like the key or something on no, there so right? she has a friggin pistol in one hand yeah. and a bottle of whiskey in yeah. the other he thought he was getting the bottle of whiskey and the pistol ah he's like no, this he, is a hell of a deal yeah you, yeah. Got, you gotta listen uh i've bid myself up oh yeah uh the worst one was my buddy bubba he uh he bid me up on something and i look at him what are you doing we're at the same table. Why are you bidding me up? Well, I want that too. Well, tell me. I would have said, okay, take it. You know? And uh, it's it's kind of funny because, like, people getting crazy there, especially if you really want that one thing or you oh, haven't yeah. seen it. 
you're like, man. Well, I paid something stupid for that thing. That CWA. I never seen any like that. You and you know, to get one made is going to cost you the oh, same yeah. price. I don't. So. I don't know what I paid. It wasn't five hundred bucks, but it wasn't two hundred either. I don't remember what it was, but. Or we had yeah. my one buddy because we would always take like group guys because doing pest control. So I'd tell them all about this dinner we went to, and every year my fall, you know, not the following, but the guy, the group would grow. Yeah. And my buddy ran it, so I'd make him make an extra big table for us. Yeah. And we'd take guys that are non-duck hunters. We're like, hey, it's for a good cause, and they'd bid more. Yeah. Oh hell. And we yeah. just keep telling them that, and then they That's would awesome. be pissed off at the end of the night because <laughs> we bid them up, and they they go, what the hell is all this shit I want? <laughs> you know. And what the funny story about you that? You want a tuli seat? Uh, <laughs> Jason, the guy that ate all your tacos, that guy was at a dinner one night. He got so messed up on this tequila called montezuma's uh we called it montezuma's revenge <laughs> but he was bidding on a deer stand doesn't even deer hunt and uh he freaking walks out to go to the bathroom and they're looking for him to pay for it and he leaves he goes Ooh. you know hey i didn't want that i'm i'm i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i'm drunk yeah. oh he's blacked out i think oh, at this point hilarious. we found him in the bathroom later pissed pissing with his head sleep on the thing well but you know was, what i love doing is I love uh, writing other people's name in on the silent auction. Oh, man. Oh. I've, <laughs> I've been known to do that. I'm not going with you now. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. That's awesome. I remember there was one guy, he ain't part of our clique anymore, but I, I, <laughs> I had him buy a bunch of dumb crap that he didn't want to buy. It wasn't stupid money. It was all kind of lower-end stuff. But, <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, I've seen you want it. What? Yeah, you won that, 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 ordered penalty. Well, your name's on it, dude. You're going to ruin your name at CWA. And, oh, it was funny. Oh, they, they've hilarious. had some cool stuff in the past. Uh, some of the guns they do where they, they engrave them. Oh, yeah. My boss has a badass Henry uh, CWA. Uh, like Golden Boy? It's, well, it's the, what's the friggin' big caliber? They oh, the forty five seventy. Yeah. I just, got, I just bought a uh, He's got one of them. It's all got the CWA. It's a badass gun. He paid up for that thing, but that thing was awesome. I didn't even think about it. I should have brought the, uh, I do have a belt buckle I did bid on and got, and it says, uh, it was the last year that they did color, I think, and it says Real Linda, Alberta. Oh, repping the hood. And yeah. it's got a, it's got the pintail, the CWA logo. I think it's got two different flags. And the Honda Accord in the background. No. <laughs> no. It, it's, it's a nice, uh, it's Dutch a nice, <laughs> nice one made and, uh. I, I rarely wear it because it's so it's kind of oh, big. That's so a dinner plate one. I've seen it just it kills me. Long. But uh, I had to get it because I'm like, well, man, I, I don't know how many they're gonna do here. And that's so, fine. like I say, I mean, I got that. I've I got all kinds of one-off. Certain, crap, you know, right? certain things you can't get or you don't think like to go get it would take more time. So, well, I like some of the art. I order there. If you ever go to our shop, we got freaking CWA paintings hanging all over. I got them hanging in my my freaking uh, back hunting room because I don't have room to hang them up. Yeah. I, I, I'm a sucker for a good painting. There was one I wanted. I don't know who drew it, but it was a bunch of sprig landing, and the Sutter Buttes are in the background, and that was my painting. And some, I he paid for it. He ended up paying like over a thousand bucks for it. But uh, you got to know when you're bidding them up too. You got to know when to stop. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I got caught on the wrong end of that too. <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollars. He screwed me all night. That guy, he bid on everything, man. I didn't get nothing I wanted that year. The the biggest thing I ever bid on was that uh, Canadian hunting trip. Oh yeah, at the, at the uh, Field of Dreams dinner. Yeah, and it, this was 2019, like November 2019, and and I think we got up to it was a good. I mean, whoever got it, it was a good deal, but it was just a little like pricier than than I was oh, comfortable yeah. doing. So I just had I think it was a group of four. So 
at the table, we had uh, I found you know, four guys. Hey, you guys are all good with this? Let's let's do it. I think it. I was one of the guys. Yeah, you were one, of course. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Probably drunk and oh yeah, yeah. Oh, go yeah. up to fifty grand. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but uh, but thank God I lost that thing because then the year that we would have actually done it was, would have been COVID. in COVID. Oh, I think so I remember it, hearing yeah. about that. Yeah. It would have been September, September or October 2020, which Canada was like a freaking prison. Oh, yeah. It's even changed now. I'm kind of – I was going to go up uh, recently, and then they changed it all, so now you got a lottery, yeah, I think, I to that. see yeah, if you, get, if you that, get it. Yeah. So, like, if we all three put in, and what if one of us gets it and two don't? Yeah. I mean uh, – they're trying to keep like guides from like American guides from being up there, right? I didn't listen enough. I heard a podcast about the reasoning for it. It wasn't as you know doom and gloom as we thought. It was more to give locals an opportunity or something, I guess. I but, mean, I hate to say it, but it's better for us too if they have less hunting up there, and then that winter pushes more birds here. But the money they're losing money out on their guiding. Like uh, I heard, uh, what is it? Manitoba's changing. Like how many they let in that area? Really? Yeah, I think uh, Ramsey had on. Uh, he was had on Instagram. You know, I was reading up on it. Like they're changing over on that side, and then into yeah, Alberta. It, it started on one side. Yeah. They almost had a thing where they weren't going to have semi-autos either. I think. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. They, they had a lot of crazy stuff going on there, like right in COVID, and. Oh yeah. I mean, I was I was up by the border on Montana deer hunting, and I I was like, oh, we should jump over real quick and that, that was when they were like arresting people for just stepping over and i was like tell my buddy i was like we're only five feet away what the heck yeah you unless know? you had an essential re reason to go to canada no i don't yeah not only duck hunting that's about it that's yeah. pretty essential yeah. i mean <laughs> well that's kind of i don't know the deer too i'd they're, love to go shoot a nice white tail up there because they have some big they got it's a cool there, country there was a lot of nonsense during covid but that that's just an example, right? Like what what health dangers are there for people going to hunt and, and recreate outdoors? Yeah. I mean, oh, I laughed because they were like at the refuge and they wanted to wear a mask. And I said, well, I don't stand closer than five feet next to anybody when I'm hunting. It's like fishing. You don't go fishing and stand right next no. to them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, we, I didn't head to refuge. And I was wondering how all that went. Face oh. masks are mandatory when you hunt with me anyways <laughs> I, I i'll say the best thing with covid with the refuges is they stopped it where you couldn't go to multiple uh, so like people had to pick so you picked where you went if you were going to delvin you got stuck there you couldn't go over and hit the so no more doing the five lottos I think that's kind of good too and i liked it because certain places i hunt or i'd go to one and go oh man no one's here you know this yeah. is nice okay yeah. yeah i mean that's a that's a kind of a just take covid out of it like that seems like that makes sense yeah yeah, it was. Because I used to love running around. We'd ride yeah. around, you know, grab a couple. Well, we beers, did it that. We'd drive, hit all the refuges, you know. That's the one of the first times I think we were going to oh, go yeah, duck hunting. Oh yeah, you and I done it. Yeah, we were, you know, me, you, Brian were driving, and we were, we were like, oh, you guys never been to the Linda Walmart, and that's when we went to Linda, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to Gray Lodge and uh, got our numbers. I think we ate dinner and none of us woke up. Yeah, we all we all text each other and say, hey, did you get John? I think John texted yeah. me and said, did you go out? No. Yeah. I no, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was hammered. I don't know what happened that with that one. We I think we because we all split up. Yeah, we didn't stay at the refuge, but I thought that was pretty funny. I think I still have the uh, the number, the yeah, old number too. No, I was scared they were gonna bring get sued, not bringing their plastic number back. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, none of us made it. That was kind of weird. Well, yeah, once you make stops at Linda Walmart, it's going downhill. We did it for the passes. This is the only reason. Yeah. We're oh yeah. 
Because I, I buy my pass. I don't think you had I it. I didn't have it. I yeah. always buy my season pass because if you go eight, eight or ten times, it pays itself off. Well, I used to, too, but I don't. Fritch, I ain't been to Refuge. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I went last year. Well, I'm going to put in this year. I'll put in for some stuff. I put stuff. in every year, yeah. but I don't ever get drawn. I've, I don't, I've wanted to hunt the Modoc one, too. I heard it's pretty cool up there. You that, can hunt that's like, a yeah. last time I put in for that paper application. Oh man, to really? Fish and Wildlife Service. Yeah, like you, you fill it out by paper. That's you how it's uh, gonna like come with you. Days. Yeah, that's how what's it called down in uh, Elk Grove was the Stone Creek or uh, Stone something down there. I don't know if you guys ever oh, hunted that. Isn't that like once a week or once or so a couple times a win- season? Wednesdays and Saturdays, and you had to fill out a paper thing and t- drop it off in Galt. On Liberty, it's off of Liberty Road or Hood Franklin, or then you take it or you can mail it in. And every time I'd go there, I would shoot like really good birds, yeah. but you never shoot like a ton. But it's like it's like a just a own little spot. Well, that's kind of cool. And it's only Wednesdays and Sundays or Saturdays, and then they hunt. Uh, I think it's two people per per spot. And wow, that's kind of neat. Yeah, but I don't know. I heard it wasn't Stone Lakes. That's what it is. It's pretty cool. For but all you guys out there that claim you ain't got nowhere to hunt, there's plenty of places to hunt. There is, yeah. Old Gribble here, he's been grinding, what, you're getting close to 20 years of doing this crap Yeah, now? 20. I'll be 37 this and year. And you've never rented a rice blind once? Nope. Yeah. I've hunted them. I get yeah. invited all the time. Yeah, but man, uh, I don't think you're getting an invite here, I can tell you that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be watching me and see how I'm doing to come out. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is you've you've made a pretty good duck hunting career out of public land and that's awesome yeah you know it's helped a lot too i think the science behind hunting refuges over like being in a blind all the time like i i do like that but it's like i get to move so if i hear like oh the birds are down in south you know going down los banos towards the end of season that's kind of the way we way our clubs are non-traditional that our properties are on all the same spot we do on a smaller scale but it kind of that's why i like our setup so much and then putting like decoys like you really got to watch I would say at the refuges, you got to watch mid-season to the towards the end it breaks, and then you got different stuff. So like birds are seeing things, mojos like after you know, the first weekend really. I know mojos. It's hit or miss though. I've had it to where I have it on, look over and there's two mallards coming in, and you're like, what the heck? You know they didn't work all day, and yeah, now they want. I, I left it off. Them. Yeah. I actually had it uh, three years ago. Specs come in with my mojo on. Really. And that one blew me away. I turned around and go, oh my god. Dude, I'm, like, s- I'm selling. You want to buy some mojos? No, I already have uh, two, I think, or three. You just said you wanted more motion. Yeah. You no. said that <laughs> motion. motion. It's, it's not, recorded. Not, 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 spinning, not spinning wings. wings. You yeah. know, some I'm of those not guys, much of a gadget guy. I don't mind that with that Hitchkin sprayer thing yeah. Mason packs out. That thing I think is pretty nice, especially on a... That's the one I have. I, that one works. That one, like he's that. had them for years. I'm going to sell my mojos. If anyone wants mojos, hit me Just up. put them on Marketplace. Yeah, I'm going someone to. Jump, uh, jump on there. I tried to sell decoys. I couldn't sell anything. Well, did, you, you know what I sell some honker doing? ones, though? No, I had some mallards. I had a whole bunch of just... Did you sell the honker ones? I did sell the honk. Those were brand new. Okay. I did sell them. But the mallard ones you couldn't sell? No. Sharon, I ended up, she ended up going and freaking just put them all over her school. <laughs> <laughs> she already graduated. Oh, she had her diploma. But, yeah, no, she uh, she took, I don't know, like 60 of them and like just put them all over the school randomly. Yeah, so. I've had good luck on Marketplace. You got to do it in like September. Like and you said September. they were brand new? No. Well, oh. no, the honker decoys were. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if the ducks were brand new, you no, should the be ducks, able to sell them. They were a little beat down, and there were no weights on them, but I still figured, I was like, 20 bucks. I just wanted them out of here, and I didn't want to throw them away. Every winter. real duck hunter takes the weights off the decoys. <laughs> I don't get that. Well, no, I'm I keep, I keep them on. Well, no, I'll see them. Like, I'll Will get you some sell from, them? 
Yeah, you because well, I don't, dude. I don't care. I, well, I, I just I make, make friggin'. But I because I'm I'm doing everything to Texas rigs now. Well, that's so what I, I do. But so I all my old my own. decoys that I sell that sell the wrap weights. I just keep the weights on. I, see, I, use melt them. I melt them down and turn them into whatever uh, I'm yeah. making next. I actually had a jig that had I had the L weights and I made a jig so I could melt my own because I got tired of having to go to the store. Where do you get the rubber bands? I just buy them because they're like 12, 10 bucks for a, for I think two dozen of the rubber things. So I just buy those. That's the way I use my all my refuge stuff because I don't want my weights getting around. Yeah, no, I like them. Them keel grabbers are good. They they last about three years, I'd say. Yeah, the rubber. You know, but I don't know. Every year it's crazy. I try not to. I tell myself I'm not going to buy new decoys right. every year. And then they got these new ones coming out or this one. And you're like, whoa. Like yeah. I'll, the Avian X from like 10 years ago to now. Well, you have to buy new decoys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every, you have to you have to well, slowly buy and then because get rid of them. They're not sitting out all yeah. year. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing, too, is I've noticed a lot of blind guys, like, they'll, uh, they just rot out. Yeah, you know, no, ours just yeah, they clap out. In a they couple get stained, years. they yeah. get sun faded. I mean, I'm I'm all, I buy new decoys every year, not not just all to, new, but just but you just to yeah, cull them out because like the main st- thing is the staining, especially with the sprig. They, they just get shot. You can repaint yeah. them like yeah. you 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 got the time. I would repaint them. I have in the past. I, I, I don't pin- really have the time to, for that shit. Paint pintail. The pintail I did really good. Like I I was painting those for a while to where the point I want to get I want to start making them, like wood carving ones. Well, that'd be cool. But I'm only going to do, like, a set once for groups of friends. Like, I'm just going to make them for, like, hey, here's yours. You want to buy some decoys? No. <laughs> I, I just, I'll look at the, the real birds. But, uh, no, it's 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 an addiction buying them, I too, though. I painted them. And I actually had somewhat of a sweat line going at my house. I had one of the ex-wives and yeah. both the kids sitting there doing a bunch of them. And I had all the paint codes for the right paint to do them all. And Where'd you get your paint? Home Depot. That's he did some pintails, yeah. right? I yeah. remember those. They turned, those out, turned out good, yeah. That's the best thing you can get flat home yep. home paint yep. from Home Depot. Outdoor. And I, I just buy the sample ones so yeah. you can have those for keeping them in the thing. You don't got to yeah. buy a whole gallon. No. I learned that from an old guy uh, that died in an actual, he actually died in duck blind. Oh, wow. And uh, like three years ago, he's my dad's neighbor and he, he would take me out every once in a while. I remember one time for my birthday, we went out there, we fell asleep. Brian went with him. And they shot three limits and a bunch of geese. <laughs> and we went to the refuge to hunt because they were already done and we couldn't join them. And we shot nothing. <laughs> you know, but uh, that dude painted all the time. And uh, he actually, had, I think he had a heart attack and he was in the blind. His dog stayed there with him for two days until they found him. Oh, wow. On Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving and the next day. That's Shoot. pretty friggin' morbid gribble. Jeez. Hey, it was. I thought that was pretty cool to go. You <laughs> That'd know, be a good way to go. I like mean, you're just sitting there looking at for the for everybody ducks. else to deal with you. He was got, he probably got beef. He was a bigger dude. Yeah, he man. probably got bored to death in November. <laughs> oh, no. His, 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 dude, his blind, you guys would shit. His, uh, he put out 2,500 decoys on one side, and then wow. he put about 1,500 spec decoys on the other, and he put a hole in front of him, and that dude would tell me all the time. He would text me, hey, I'm done at 7.50. Are you, you got time to come up? What? That's the strategy right there. I've seen that. You put, you just put an insane no, amount with a giant hole. There's definitely a number. When but you this guy that, was retired. You know, he was retired, so he would just paint all summer long. Like That's you'd go awesome. in his backyard. How did he get him out of there? The de- the he used a John boat. Uh-huh. So you take out all a John right. boat with the quad, like a used one. Yeah. Hunter, go buy one for a hundred bucks on Craigslist. Stomp fields or no? Uh, it was rice. Was stomped rice. Cause, dude, that stomps. Rough. But he would go that's out there. Rough. He would drive out there when it was dry, 
in like right yeah. now or September oh, yeah. and be able to put him out. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's how he was right it. there, but I, I didn't like where he was because he's right by uh, Sacramento. So if uh -huh. the specs rolled in, you couldn't shoot. You know, after December, you're like, oh, look at those. I would like to. We, we tried the mega spread one year, and we didn't do that many. We did quite yeah. a few. But it worked that year, that I, one year. I thought what you did last year was really no, good. No, that's what we're going to do. Quality. Yeah, we did quality over quantity last year. And we've been doing that for actually a lot of the blinds. It seems to be working out. It's it, just different. Yeah. I mean, in our D10 place, we don't got nearly the competitions we mm -hmm. do at our Sutter place. So I thought, you know, quant you know, and it, it did work, but they were getting pretty raggedy. The, so. the Sutter spray last year was good. Yeah, and it worked out great. Yeah, Mason, well, both him and I put a fair amount of money in decoys yeah. last year. By the way, have you bought any decoys yet? I'm I'm waiting till oh the sales the hey, sales yeah Kittles might have something going on they we might get a buddy, good buddy discount or something too yeah no I'll be uh, my eyes are open right now but you know there's kind of because I'm pretty good I I need a little more specs we got to get some more specs but duck wise I'm, dude I got tons of duck oh, oh, okay. good stuff too not, not I'm, go I'm going back and forth if junk. I'm buying full body specs right now I have sixty dozen silhouettes and a dozen floaters. The floaters were good. I really like They're, floaters. Yeah. All we use. I like those because on the refuge, it's easy. The full bodies are a pain in the ass. When yeah. my buddy brings them out and we do do a big spread, it's it's just work. I mean, I'll put full bodies on the. You know, I'll do yeah, a couple on the check. Or put fine. some on the check. Because we have a, put we have one of our blinds has a. I mean, it's like an eight foot wide check. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so that worth it because that yeah. that that doesn't get all beat up throughout no, the year no, either. No, it doesn't. And and what I'll do too is as it actually as it gets, uh, I'll try to. I don't know if you noticed this last year, but what I try to do is put them where, uh, where I don't want people walking, so I can kind of funnel where I do want people walking. Yeah. Do you walk on the check? On this one, yeah, because it's like a road. Oh yeah. shit! And I actually, all of our all of our blinds we, uh, there, we walk on the check because what we did last year, and we're going to do it again this year. I mean, every year, but you just pile on straw. Just I've seen that copious my one, amounts. My dad's buddy, he never he had a rule: you don't ever walk. We have the yeah. same rule, but he would stomp. Wasn't. He wouldn't let the the farmer stomp like ten feet out, so you could walk on hard pack. That's, That's how it's uh, Yeah, his looked pretty badass every time, but he was paying pretty good money for that blind. I, I wouldn't say we we don't let because he can do whatever he wants out there. But he's really cool about all of his blinds well, the out there. Oh, guy that we rent from, he's a duck hunter himself. Yeah, oh, so okay. he does yeah. big pat like big, big circles path. around. Yeah. The I don't blind know why itself. they don't do that more. And then a the path care. on both sides. Yeah, especially if you're we we're, we're here leasing your blind from a landowner that yeah. doesn't farm it. Good luck getting anything because well, they don't care. Now, if you're dealing with the landowner directly, you can get a little bit, you know. Yeah. But if the guy's just farming it, I mean, we've never had any luck. You know? Yeah. Is but it all? It's all rice, though. You guys hunt. You don't yeah. have no natural. Mm -mm. What do you think? We're fucking rich, dude. Oh, I Your just natural clubs cost <laughs> this state. Just something you can this get. This crack house is fucking three hundred fifty thousand dollars. What the hell you think a natural friggin' blind? There's some car? crazy ones up here too. Oh yeah, especially right around here. Oh no, yeah. I mean, yeah, all the friggin' movie stars and everything hunted out here. But yeah. that's like the first time when I drove by Birdhaven. Yeah, because I had because the junior blinds. My buddy's kid. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring my kid." I go, "Cool. We'll go to Howard. We'll hunt junior blind blinds." So we get out there. No, I'm not going out there again. It was dist, dist rice. That's rough. And, uh, you know, I throw the decoys. I'm throwing them all out. And then I got to go get them at the end. And yeah. I'm like, dude, this is too much. And it's my buddy and his kids first time. They were crying out there. Like, 
what is this? He's like, I can't move. And he's like a, you know, 250 pound dude. He's like, I, I can't move. And I said, I'll come over there and help you in a second. You know, you can't, you can't stay still. You got to walk. No, you got to move. Yeah. But, uh, we didn't shoot nothing. I think it was just the time, but Birdhaven is crazy. It looks like Cabela's when you're driving by. I'm like, I was like, what the hell is this? They got a fountain and yeah. stuff out there. It's super There's nice. Some super nice stuff that you don't even see off of East Grid or, you know, Griggs or Gridley Calusa Highway. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some really, really nice stuff out there. But no, we're just friggin' regular blue collar rice rats. Yep. But now we're, I would say we're pretty fortunate. We got a good thing going. We are. We we are. We got. I mean, I, I can't just like think of a better it's... deal for the money we pay than. I'd love to see somebody have a better deal than we got. I like anywhere. that you guys have the option to move, like go to yeah. different ones. Because that's the, the system biggest. they've implemented of how you hunt. Can it be fair? I mean, there's there's no room for you know somebody can't hog a blind all the time got a good group of guys now yeah that's the hardest thing is when you get into a new blind and you know i've been at other places where these guys are shooting scraping and it's like what the hell are they doing what, what are your guys doing over there yeah you know you this always is, get one of them oh yeah we, we always have one or two but um what is this or gonna be our seventh year something like that yeah because robert and another guy started this and my buddy mason he's the one that got me hooked up with him and uh it's i don't know we got a pretty good deal we're fortunate you know for well, I haven't seen you at the refuge since. Oh, so. yeah. Dude, I used to always run into I remember oh, one yeah. time I was sitting there and I heard him talk and I look <laughs> over and I go, oh, shit. Yep, and then your freaking buddy come over and ate all my damn tacos. <laughs> that guy was funny, man. Yeah. That guy. You still hunt with him or no? No. He can't He can't hunt no more. He's back's all messed up. He was on disability. I think he went back, but uh, he he can't hunt. I told him after he started, you know, smoke cigarettes too. So <laughs> I told him, you can't, you can't be smoking those no more this, this last time when we... We're yeah. going to hunt, and we kind of just canceled out, so it is what it is. Oh, yeah, I know. People come and go out of your life, so that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, we're getting on here about an hour and a half. That's good. Uh, I had lunch with Brad Jones this week, and he complained that last episode was too short. So. Well, you told him we were baking in my truck. People were giving us dirty looks. We're sitting there in the sun and headphones. I had to tell people we were with the AR-15 compliance team. You should have just wore ATF shirts that day. They would have fucking you know, uh, lost it. That's a good way to clear the range. Oh, right? yeah, that would get everybody yeah. out of there, yeah. It's too crowded. Oh, I went by there yesterday, by, by the way. Dead? Dead. Not a soul there. Dude, it's because the forecast was over 100. Yeah. And today, I bet it's dead. Yeah, sure it is. Cause it's, it's not 110, but it's 100-something yeah. out there. But Anyway, I don't want this damn thing to cut off on us like it's yeah, done when we've been on, so we better go. So it's been nice talking to David Gribble here. Yep. Yep, the uh, refuge connoisseur. You know, he's a little different than the other guys because those are younger guys. He's been at it for 20 years, so kind of nice to hear a different perspective and see a guy I ain't seen in a while. And he actually came with some gifts, so that's always cool. So, Hopefully that chew lasts you a little bit uh, longer than a week. Uh, I get about a day and a half out of a can, so <laughs> I appreciate the hell out of it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm almost to uh, chewing again come September 1st. Oh, yeah. I'm well, a, I only chew from September to the uh, end of waterfowl. I quit for a two-year break, and then uh, duck season rolled around, and I got too bored out there. Dude, you can't. Not so I bought you. a, can't I bought a can. Chill. It's I. Yeah. I wish I could quit. I mean, I sleep with it, and I friggin', you know, it's horrible. I'm part time right now. And this year, I might actually, I might hunt the opener. I haven't hunted. I haven't seen you since. So. Uh, yeah, we haven't hunted the opener in a in couple 20, years. In twenty twenty, I actually lost my lab on opening day at. While I was hunting, Jeez. Um, oh yeah, he gosh. he was uh, he had a gallbladder uh, tumor explode, oh. 
and at nine o'clock that night on opener i was putting them down so that one was a rough that was a rough one and so the last two years i haven't really hunted and my dog was only you know i took him out when he was six months seven months he did okay and then i was like all right i gotta start going again now but uh, this opener depending it depends on the heat too like last year was 78 82 degrees oh yeah it could be hot on opener if i'm going to refuge i don't want to sit in that Especially if you're out there for the morning because if you open yeah. you're going to get ducks, you know. Oh, I just hate sitting out there waiting. And then by the time I get called. Oh, yeah, called, cause he's the type of dude that will sit in the parking lot all day. Yeah, no. You know, no, it's no, 1 no, o'clock no, and it's, or noon and it's, you know, 80 plus. That I can, I don't want to do that either. So I don't, yeah. I just wait, wait until like mid-November when it dies down a little bit sometimes, go out. But, uh, yeah, that's, I'm hoping that, that we get an actual good opener this year. I think there's going to be enough water on all the refuges. Sure looks and, like it, man. I'm riding around out here all the There's water everywhere. I mean, look every how green canal. it is yeah. compared to yeah. the last three years. So, well, all right. Well, it's been a good talk. And if you need any dead bugs, this is the guy to get a hold of. So, you got anything else, Robert? No. Hope to see everyone at, at the Duck Days. Yep. Stop yep. by Superior yep. Booth. It'll be fun. Yep. Superior slash yes. Filthy Spoon. That's right. Combo booth. Stop by, uh, see us, and don't forget to rate and review us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. That's very important. So, all right, man. Well, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye.